Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everyone, good morning, welcome, welcome, good, well, it's morning to us, uh, Trifles Podcast. Hello, Hello Lewis, I'm glad to be here, how are you I doing? I can't help doing some <laughs> TV show entry, entry, welcome, I'm good, how are you doing, Sits? have you had a good week, you had a busy week? What have you been up to? Yes, I have actually had a great week, Lewis, <laughs> it has been fantastic, no, it's been pretty good, um, what have I been up to? I haven't really been up to much, uh, you know, just just the usual. Been playing games uh, online with uh, people, sometimes without. Um, I've been streaming a lot of it, and uh, occasionally I do a couple of tweets, which is kind of fun too. And uh, oh, we did a staycation. We did uh, our last staycation of the year. Um, you know, with the lockdown and stuff, we we took the kids and we stayed at a local hotel. For one night, it was fun. Which hotel? It's good fun. Oh, well, that, that, well, tell us about it. Did it have? Uh, did it have a little mini bar? I, I'm, um, I'm I'm starved for information. So <laughs> it, it, it didn't. It didn't have a mini bar. It had a fridge, though. It had a little fridge that we could put milk in for the kids. They like to drink. Did it have milk. a little kettle? British. It had a little a kettle. kettle. Yes, it it sure yeah. did. Because people um, can't go away without their cup of tea. I'm just drinking one. It had right a now. beach view, which is not hard over here. Because everywhere you look, there's a beach, pretty much. Um, but it was nice. Still, it was pretty good. It had parking. Crucially, it mm. had it had on-site parking. We didn't have to park somewhere stupid to get there. Not unusual uh, for a hotel. I'm trying to um, think if I've it, ever stayed at a hotel that doesn't have parking. Well, over here, there's some that don't. There's have a any. couple. Yeah, yeah, I've stayed in a few, especially uh, or, or if they do the have center. parking, it is city hotels. Really, yeah. really shit parking. So uh, it was nice to have good parking. It had an indoor pool and a fitness center and stuff. That was nice. Of course, Did I didn't use... Did you make use... use of that? No, of course not. I of course felt not. kind of sick even thinking about it, but it was nice <laughs> facilities to have. And, I, I um... always think whenever I go to a hotel with a fitness center, I'm always like, oh, yeah, do you know what? When I go on holiday there, I'm going to get up in the morning and I'm going to go to the yeah. gym. And I've never, I don't think I've ever been in one. Like, yeah. ever, Same. ever. When I if, I if I go somewhere and stay at a hotel... The only exercise I'm doing is masturbating, pretty much. I mean, that's wow. That's it. I, was th- I, I thought, thought you guys be... didn't do that. But this is old me, new me, new me. It wouldn't do that now. No. Uh, shout out to um, the Yorkshire Tea biscuits. Yes, Doug had brought me in. So, so Doug came in the other day and was like, "Oh, I've got something for you." And he he patted like his pockets, right, like his jacket pockets. And I was like, oh, "What the fuck is this?" And he pulled out just a tea bag, like a loose tea bag, and dropped it on the desk. And I was like, okay, first of all, that's just come straight out of your pocket, right? I, you, I, I feel like he didn't even like put it in like a, a bit of kitchen roll or anything, okay? And he was like, smell this. I was like, I don't want to smell anything. It's just come out of your pocket. But anyway, so I picked it up and it's um like a one of these Yorkshire tea biscuit tea bags that's, that they've been talking about that tastes oh, yeah. like 
custard creams or what? whatever. What? Just give me a cup of tea. Fuck. What? <laughs> the idea of it's like, it's like, <laughs> imagine you, it's, it's a cup of tea where you dip the biscuit in and it, and it breaks apart and you get all those scummy bits in the bottom, but you don't have to do that anymore because the tea just skipped I'm a not step. being funny. If you dunk, if you dunk biscuits in your tea, to me, you are a commoner. Well, it's common. It's a tact. It's a technique. It's common. It's very comforting. It's, it is, but it, it's fine. I was talking to Harry this week about how he had uh, a build around and he started slipping into local, you know, uh, local drawer, Bristolian you know, local Bristol dialect, slang yeah. and stuff, you know, right. because you want to seem like a normal, everyday kind of guy. Not a, not a meme lord. It. Did he say. Pager or poggers at any point, or unlikely. Man, unlikely. You, well, your boiler's fixed. Poggers, mate. There's uh, <laughs> there there are limits for that kind of stuff, right? But it's um, oh. like because listen, oh. my uh, my mother-in-law. My mother-in-law is is not like really old school in the sense that she's overly a prude or anything like that. You know, like she, you know, she she wouldn't she wouldn't like think that it was gross to see like like boobs on TV or something like you know what I mean? She she's not like easily offended sort of thing. It's um, like my mum and dad secretly watched Game of Thrones but didn't tell anyone because right. they were worried that people would judge them for it. Because they know it has swearing and boobs and stuff in it, right? Lots and they of- have a they have a certain Standing to uphold, you know, in the local community. Lots of so they didn't even want to tell me, Mr. Brindley. I, I hear you've been watching that uh, program with breasts in it. Oh, what? No, no, I would <laughs> never look at a pair of of woman's breasts on the television. <laughs> That's disgraceful behaviour. Never what? even seen Mrs. Brindley's breasts. <laughs> I ensure to avert my gaze whenever she enters or exits the show. My mum used to change the channel if there was even a hint of anything sexual happening. And this was in mm. the 90s and the 80s and the 90s. They didn't even allow swearing on television after nine o'clock. Every no. film was like yeah, famously- Melon Farmers and Flip This. And they, they there was nothing. If there was a pair, if a woman started to undo anything or a guy leaned in to kiss and it was clear something was going to happen, she would change the channel. You had the dubbed swearing. In North yeah. America, they dubbed over the swearing. So like Die Hard, if it was on... Because of the time zones and stuff, it didn't really matter what time it was on. Yeah. They would just dub over the swearing. So screw when, you, melon farmer. Yeah, melon farmer. Mr. Falcon. And it's just like, so bad. Yeah. Honestly, you're completely right. This is what I. So last week we talked about Twin Peaks, and and then I watched the movie. Um, oh, do you, after, oh, okay. What do you think of the podcast? movie? It's kind of nuts. The isn't movie it? just. It's basically like made me realize that the TV show was just like you said, it was all censored and melon farmer and like so, but so much that it came across as a kind of hokey, soapy kind of dark yeah. comedy. St- st- I didn't think of it as dark and sips and everyone always refers to Twin Peaks as dark. And I was like, it, yeah, this I know what I mean. That, the it's core story silly. is about abuse because and... it's got that light-hearted '90s sort of soapy background. It doesn't feel yeah. as, and then the movie. The first scene, there's like tits everywhere. Yeah, Laura Palmer's got a baps out in every scene. There's yeah. like people, like it's much, much more. Like, well, like as you adult, learn more about right? her, you realize that she was like really going off the rails because of like uh, everyone's doing cocaine because in of every abuse. scene. Yeah. It's like gr- so gratuitous. Like yeah. the amount they must have gone through like four or five bags of um, whatever they'd use instead of cocaine. Like assume they don't use sugar or flour because that would be. What are they snorting up their nose? Real cocaine. Of I mean, like they got a they're 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 in character. I mean, <laughs> you have to that's the nineties method. Because they honestly, they were go 
going at it like it was it was it was running out. Yeah. They were just probably cracky, just, cranking probably just that stuff. Flour or something. I they were know. snorting it in every yeah. hole, and it was it was quite something. So I watched the Twin Peaks movie, mm. and then I watched Twin Peaks: The Missing Pieces, which is the bits that got cut out of the movie. Right, and and so what about the books? Did you get hours? Did you get the books? <laughs> There, the, there's two books that are. Really I haven't good. had time. We've only had a week since this last podcast. Oh man, I would have been, I would have blasted through all that shit in two no hours time. movie. Another two hours movie, and I watched the first episode of the new season, oh, 2017. God. The return, which was another two hours. Oh. I was like, fucking, it was raging. Oh, the, <laughs> like, the, the, the return is so fucking I was good. Wait till the TV the whole time. Oh, the. the the return is so bizarre because it's, oh, it's some great, people have though. like massively, massively aged and had kids, you know, like you guys have, you know, yeah. you guys 20, 25 years ago were young, supple, youthful young babies, right? Uh, yeah, and if you yeah, hadn't had yeah. kids, you would still be much better, apparently. Like, I've, I think this is it. Like some of the some of the actors haven't fucking aged a day. <laughs> well, yeah, but some of them have died, like, uh, and recently some have died as well. Like, um, what's his face? The... Um, Oh fuck! I can't remember his name now. He's like he's the the like the like the bald Secret Service agent. I don't know if you've seen him in the Return yet. He, oh, I don't Albert. Know he, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. died recently. Oh uh, no! Uh, I like Nor- him. Norma died as well. You know, but the log lady. Norma at the at the uh, at the diner. She's. Do you she, ever find out why she has a log or or not? Log lady. Well, she's she's sort of spiritual. Yeah, she just she's sort of in tune yeah. with the forest, and so she's actually. Hmm. She's one of the rare characters who's so in the in the sort of David Lynchian style, the maddest characters tell the most truths. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. You know? You know, it's funny, um, you were talking about drugs. I watched a show show called Twenty Four Hours in Police Custody, which oh, is no. more oh, more interesting than it sounds. It was it was sure. it was done in quite an interesting style. It, there was no narrator. It was all told through the characters. Um not characters, the the pe- real people. And it was about this drugs bust where um, the shipment of heroin comes into Britain in a van, and right. they, they'd hidden it in what looked like very um, innocuous items. Uh, so they, they, there's these things called spider catchers, or these cheap plastic things for catching spiders. I don't know. And sure. At the bottom of it was five kilos of, of heroin. And they thought, okay, let's let this go to where it was meant to go, and we'll just put bugs and recording devices and everything, and see what happens. Oh, put spiders in. And it. they found these guys, and essentially the way they, the, like the the damning piece of evidence that they had was that one of the guys, one of the key guys, who they could not tie to this case, had a dash cam that automatically turned on when he locked his car. Every time he locked his car, the dash cam turns on. Presumably, in case someone crashes into your car while it's parked, uh, or tries to nick okay. it or something, and right. they they seize this and they're looking at it, and it's an HD recording from his car of this drug deal and him turning up, and it, I was just <laughs> I was blown away that the guy who's like he's this guy has an encrypted phone, he's very careful, it's all like it's all super careful, and yet he's just recording and apparently not realizing it. Every single thing that happens over the past few weeks is just on his dash cam. It was amazing. Um, and it was really interesting because the police have this weird kind of respect almost for these actual criminals. Because they, they keep talking about them in these glowing terms like, oh, they're really careful. They're very smart. You know, it takes a lot to catch them and everything. But then when they came to book him in, he called them sir. He was very polite. They apologized that then when they'd arrested him, it was his son's birthday. They didn't mean that and everything. 
And it was like, when you, whenever I've watched these police shows before, they arrest some goon and the guy's like, oh, fucking have you. Like smash your stuff up and pissing everywhere. <laughs> yeah. And you can tell the police aren't impressed because they're like, if you were an actual hardened criminal, you would know at this point, the jig is up. There's no point being a twat. I'm going to go to prison. That's part of it, you know. And they just, it's almost sort of part of the business. But it was, it was just such a, it was such a big case. It was like one of the biggest drug cases uh, in that area, like ever. Fuck. And they found out that over that time, we're talking over a ton of drugs had been smuggled in by these guys with this Jesus. system. And they only caught them on the last few, but they'd smuggled in 39 shipments. So they'd been doing this for a while. And as usual, they're all living large. He has a f- business as a front, but it makes no money. And I, I was thinking, surely there's a smarter way to deal to deal with this than literally having a farm, having the drugs delivered to your farm... And then doing it and going in person and doing it all from there. I was kind of surprised that that high level of drug deal was so easily busted as he had his dash cam on and he was there doing the the deal. So I was trying to come up with ways if I was going to become a drug baron, which I'm obviously not, yeah. uh, how would I do it? And I'm thinking drones. That was the first thing I thought of. Is- uh, it's harder to do with drones now. They they're on They're on it. They they've they figured out that people try to use drones and they're they're. And all you learn nothing, Pflax. It was the technology that fucks him. You want to get rid of all technology. Yeah. You want to go back to horses and cars, right. cats and dogs. You want to Paper use like pencils. You want to use like no technology, no traceable tech. You have to you get can't rid of the drone. Amish. Well, how are you trace a you drone? You have to become Amish. That will be the most successful drug. How they no gonna, how they how are they going to trace a drone? Hey, let me tell you Everything my plan. Everything is fucking. Tracked. Can I tell you my plan? Can I tell you my plan before I before please, you shoot it do. down? Because you're shooting down my high level drug empire here drone. Before, uh, i'm shooting your drone down that's what i'm it, fucking it's doing just, it's in the embryonic stages it's in the planning stages all right so i would have like a drop house i would employ a homeless man to stay in that house i never meet him directly we send him money every month to just stay in the house and receive deliveries when right. he receives the delivery you sourcing this trustworthy homeless already, already I've, I've detected flaws in your plan but carry on well just a man that, that can't be traced to me. Just some guy. Like, I don't want it to be... Okay. And also, You've already I, got a, another person involved. These are elementary This guy's got mistakes. nothing. The way I figure it, he's motivated. I'm sending you money every week. We know where he is. We, we're watching the house. He can't fuck us. But he takes the drugs from the delivery. We just post it. Amazon postage, whatever. Comes in. He unwraps. He puts it on the back porch. A drone comes in, picks up the drugs, and flies them to a waiting vehicle some way away. And I've got like surveillance of the area. How are they going to trade? How are they going to? F- they can't run after a drone and it's going over a bunch of fields and stuff. There's no way they can get there. If there's a helicopter in the air, we don't fly. If there's any kind of, you know, any kind of police activity in the air, we don't fly. I pick it up in my drone, I drop it off in the van. This is not my van. This is some other homeless guy I've hired. I've got a network of homeless people working for me and, and there's no connection between me and the drugs. They take it to the drop off point. I have no contact. Welcome to Triforce News. Today, criminal mastermind Ted Forsyth was arrested after his drone was spotted carrying a kilo of cocaine across neighboring fields. No no oh. offense to homeless people, but I feel like having not just one but two homeless people so integral to your logistics network means that it's failed already cuz I don't think you can trust those homeless people to do a good job. All I'm trying all, all they have to do is <laughs> They'll be riddled All they with- have to do is this. Hello, parcel. Oh, thanks. Take parcel. They'll fuck it up. Back. They'll fuck it up. Then we kill them. They'll Actually, find a no, way. No, I, I don't think it is this. I think it's the opposite. So there was this um, 
homeless people, believe it or not, are like really good sources of like if they're really good like sources of of getting getting criminals. Because there was that case, wasn't there, where the guy robbed the bank? Do you remember he hired people on Craigslist to come and like hang out outside the bank? And he there was a, a the the money van pulled up. He grabbed the money and ran off. And got on a boat that he did, he had like a blow up boat and ran down the river. He had this whole heist, right? Yeah. It was quite famous in America. And he got foiled because a week earlier he'd been doing a practice run and a homeless man had been poking around in the stuff he'd left in an alley. And he came along and was like, Oi, what are you doing with my stuff? And the homeless man wrote down his number plate. And then when the police, when he actually did the robbery a week later, the homeless man still had it and he got the guy. The guy had planned out this perfect crime and would have gotten away for it if it wasn't for the good if it wasn't for like, those meddling hobos of Sherlock Hobo yeah. <laughs> yeah. and all That's it took it all it took was here I'll give you like a nickel for some information and he was like okay and he gave up everything and that's right, what's going to happen my, to the two that are working in your logistics network. They never meet me. They never meet me. When do they ever no, meet no, me? No, but other people, they're, they're easily swayed. You they're can't also like, assume that homeless people are criminals either. That's like a real bad stereotype. No, you're you know, right. They're not is. necessarily I'm not saying that they're criminals. I'm just saying that they're not, no, no, they're no, not no, trustworthy. My, here, but my point was that I, I need someone that is motivated by money to a point where they would do a job like that. They're not going to quit. Because the alternative is they live on the street. Just ask people on Fiverr. Just get like random people on Fiverr. I trust them even less. Off. I would like, trust yeah, the, but... the noble hobo no. over a twat on Fiverr. Right. Yeah, but they don't. As long as they don't know you. Can you, I suggest? How are you going to meet a hobo digitally? Oh, but then you can't leave a digital footprint. <gasps> Can you I suggest exactly. that this, instead this of using a homeless person, you use like a young teen? Because if for some reason shit hits the fan. They can't really be arrested or go to jail. Like it's hard. Like a kid because they're kids. Yeah. They're not going to look favorably on you though if you're like if you're like corrupting the youth of I tomorrow. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but then you're turning them into a loyal. I was trying to. Pick, I was trying to think. The reason I chose a, a homeless person is because <laughs> I, I, I want sorry. someone with no love, ties and, and no reason to go. I to love the how Sips is trying to make a mafia family and like adopts these like kids and hey, make them into made it men works. and it, it's just build like tested a and true. Yeah. I don't trust kids. Well, hiring homeless people and putting them in 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 positions where there's like something at stake or responsibility is a, a huge no no. Nobody would ever do it. But like a twelve year old kid. An impressionable twelve-year-old kid, probably better, honestly, um, mm. and and won't be able to take as much heat if. Uh, All right. What if we hire a drug addict? No. Never hire a drug addict to do anything. I, I all they'll be the, thinking it, about all the time is drugs and how they can steal drugs <laughs> from you or steal money from you to get drugs or where when they're going to be next doing. You drugs. can't even have accomplices because everyone can't. Any honestly, like no one could keep a secret. Like if you've told. What like if you've told like more than one? I think maybe one person could keep a secret, but if you've told two people, there's there's no way that secret's gonna stay secret. Like everyone's gonna know. It, it, it this is how these crime criminals all get got. They have their little gang. Yeah. One guy gets drunk and tells his girlfriend, and then she tells her mates at the pub, and, yeah. and everybody knows. Then and but, the whole town. But that's knows. why I'm saying that I want my entire setup to be on the end of my encrypted phone. I never actually meet face to face with anybody. It's all right. arranged, and none of the people I work with are people that I've ever met or know. You know, what you but can that's do further. Is how do you get to that position? As well, I wear slippers and a bathrobe and wander around <laughs> the streets, acting confused all the time to throw them off as well. So, like, well, so, really, so, you're, <laughs> you're 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 smart and you've got everything. 
sewn up and, right. and everything is running smoothly. And they'll never suspect you because they just think that you're crazy bathrobe guy. I also think you you also have to do uh, you also have to have a regular job and keep normal hours and appear in every other way to be a perfectly normal person. Yeah. So in the evening you you arrange all this stuff, but but these guys do it full time, and they're very obvious. They they like once once you start looking at this guy, it's like hmm, his business never makes any money, but he drives all this flash stuff. Where this money come from? It's like we well, definitely got a guy. Well, that's the other thing. You can't, and then they you can't spend that money on flash stuff because yeah. it'll draw too much attention. So you still have to drive around your your old banger and and I with guess the at slippers that point, and the house coat and stuff. It becomes why am I doing this? Yeah, if I have to live like this, I'm I'm just thinking as a retirement fund. Yeah, and you just they did they did so many of these runs. I think if they just stopped earlier, they would never have been caught. Mm -hmm. But they got greedy as usual. Yeah, I think it has to be like for me like the, the it seems to have to be like the, the whole you have like the onion router whatever the onion I've never actually used the onion browser. I I understand that it's like an encrypted browser though where you can look up drugs, right? You can buy <laughs> drugs and right. stuff if you wanted to, right? Yeah. You can find like these online marketplaces like they're like two clicks away. Um as I understand, I've never again. I don't know what I'm is doing. this. So the if, dark if web. More Lewis. well informed. No, you, still, yes. you do sound like like you don't really know what you're talking about. I sound like my dad yeah. um, right now, but I understand that you can buy basically anything. You could buy prescription drugs. You could buy illegal drugs. You could buy fucking pre-rolled weed sticks. Whatever. Weed right? sticks. Good yeah. heavens. <laughs> <laughs> do you excuse me, Mr. Drudge? Do, do you have any weed sticks? <laughs> Pre-rolled because I don't know how to roll or what a weed well, stick is. I ain't got is. time to roll my but own I weed, would like weed. A weed stick. Why, yes, sticks. I do, young man. In fact, I have sixty-nine weed sticks here and another shipment of four hundred and twenty weed sticks coming in tomorrow. <laughs> uh, so, and would you so... show me how to blaze it, please? <laughs> <laughs> I will show you how to blaze it, and I will show you how to praise it as well, young man. So, so first of all, no one is gonna. There's no. That's not. There's no chatting, right? They just mail it to you in like a sealed package. Right. I think that's the way to do it, just through the fucking Royal Mail. That's how they got that diamond, well, the world's biggest diamond, back to London, didn't they? Do you remember we talked about this? It's, it's when they found it, they were like they chartered a ship at a private like security firm to like bring it back on the boat. But that was all just a decoy. They actually just put it in the post. Amazing. Yeah. You know, and it just went through the normal postal system and got back to London just fine. You know, I like that. And that's how we should, that's how the drug drugs should be done. Do they do they have dogs at the at the at the depot that sniff every package? Yeah. Yeah, but they do, yeah. a lot of them are, are, are wrapped in like and there's loads of ways to foil those dogs because you'd use vinegar and stuff and other things. Yeah. They have like ways to But like, then don't you have a dog that sniffs vinegar? Yeah. Well no, but they're always one step ahead, you know, the drug dealers. Well, you go vinegar, they go chili sauce. You go chili sauce, they go pepper. You go pepper, they go. Well, you don't want to make it delicious. You don't want to slather it in meat paste, P Flax. No. That's not going to help, <laughs> no. is it? I didn't say meat paste. I don't think dogs like. I don't. Think these dogs are would. these dogs are trained though. They don't really care if they smell Your meat. Your dog doesn't they're, like meat paste. They're trying to sniff specific <laughs> stuff. She would eat meat paste. You sure it's sure my, it's a dog. My dog. If I open the dishwasher and a drop of water falls like condensation from the dishwasher, she will leap off the sofa and run over <laughs> just in case <laughs> yeah. it's food. I was like, it's a drop yeah. of water. You have water. Why are you staring at me for dishwasher drops? It's yeah. just, it's, she's, she's so always gutsy. want more. 
food. Similarly, Sydney. if there is even one flake of shit in their asshole, they'll lick that out. Like, uh, oh, like it's then a why do you have well. to make the dog seem so unpleasant? What is that? I, it's, well, it's, it's like it's like it's just <laughs> gross, dude. You don't need to dogs are lovely. talk about it like that. I saw that. A, a thing the other day of a dog because um, daylight savings happened, and there was a dog expecting a walk at at daylight savings. <laughs> you know, ready to go, <laughs> right. very excited. Yeah. And the owner was like. No, 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 no! So it's another hour. We, the park's not open yet. We can't go for another hour. And the dog's like, just has no idea, because uh, there's no way you could tell that. You know, there's no way you could communicate through dog language that the park's not open. My heart fell a little bit for that that pupper, right? Because you got to think, well, what? You, I hope the owner just played with him for an hour or something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, or something. Listen, um, I was I, I I never got a chance to finish what I was going to say about my mother-in-law. Can we? I know it's been a while, but <laughs> how, how yeah, far we'll back, back are we going? We'll go back Were you we're talking going about like it today? Back to the start, we were talking about uh, trade tradesmen coming in and and Harry adopting the local lingo to speak. Right, to right, 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 right. Um, and I was saying that my mother-in-law. What what I was going to say was my mother-in-law had a tradesman in. It was a plumber. Plumber came in because she didn't have any hot water. She woke up. She didn't have any hot water. So she was like, fuck, okay, I'm just going to phone this plumber. Um, so the plumber comes out, has a look and stuff. And, you know, she, he seemed like a, like a pleasant guy. Like my mother-in-law is pretty old school. She like offered him a cup of tea and stuff. And then he was like, um, he, he was like, oh, excuse me. Um, would you mind if I, if I used your bathroom? I really need to take a piss. And my mother-in-law was just like, excuse me? Like, <laughs> it was just like, <laughs> I think it's because he said the word piss instead of like, you know, just leaving it, you know, just saying like, can I just use the bathroom? But because he said piss, this offended her greatly. And she actually had to phone the place that sent him out and complain. Right. And she, right. she's never done that before. You know what I mean? Like she's pretty... The word piss. She's pretty laid back and easy going. I'll be honest with you. I don't, I don't really care for the word piss unless no. it's being used in a comedy sense. Like it's it's not a pleasant way to say you need... It's blue. a horrible word. It's, it is it, a horrible It can be word. funny in context if like if for a joke or whatever. But this was it's not. The this was like, though. this is this guy's vocabulary generally. It must be. I worked so with a guy So just like, oh, I really to need to that. take a piss. I don't, yeah. I don't say it, but I, I say I need to pee. Yeah. I really need to pee. Yeah, I'll say I, I, I need a pee, or I'm just going to pop to the loo. I normally yeah, say I'm going to pop to the loo. Yeah, because that implies I won't. Do you be think that? Do you think that's unreasonable to to phone and complain about? Well, that? I wouldn't have complained. I wouldn't have phoned. I say up. I'm going to pop to the loo, and I need a pee. I mean, she's even old if I though. Poop. Like she's in her seventies. She like, has nothing better to do, is what it is. But no, I wouldn't have complained. Is it because she spends so much time with your kids that she thinks that that kind of language? I think she is, was just is... blown away by like the. She just thought it was really it's rude. Not actually, but again, really I'm, she's not bad, like though. a she's not an overly prudish person or anything. I think that one just for some reason. I mean, imagine if he said, her. "Oh, really, really to take a big shit." Yeah, can you imagine if he said well, that? Well, I think like, it's not would... too far off to say taking a piss as well. Like it's like it is pretty rude, isn't it? Yeah, I really need to I, piss and shit. I, I personally wouldn't have complained, <laughs> and I would kind of think, you know, come on, just. Where's the yeah. line, though? Just roll like, your eyes or something. But yeah, sure. there must there's things over the line, right? What about dump? I need to take a dump. I need to take a dump. I, I mean, find here's that, the thing. I, 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 would I say, find it funny but rude as well. Yeah. What about number two? I need a number two. I just two. don't think you need to fine. say. Yeah, anything. just say I need the loo. Can I, I use your toilet? I just need the toilet. Yeah. Can I it's use fine. your toilet? Yeah. That's all. But I, I, I don't. I wouldn't have complained. But I certainly would have thought, geez, that's a bit coarse. Yeah, I, I don't think I complained. personally. I don't think I would have complained either. But at the same time, I don't blame her for complaining either. You know, like like I don't think I would bother to complain. But right. I think I, I I think she's 
I, I think she's in the right for complaining because it is kind of weird, isn't it? Like to turn up. At I mean, it, somebody's it house and strange. Say that. But like yeah. I said, I worked with a guy in the office. He sounded so. I'm just gonna go take a piss, and he'd always yeah. drag the s's out. Piss. <laughs> Go, like as if we needed the sound effect to, to oh a piss you mean like, yes urinating sorry yes it's like I'm just gonna take a piss and he'd go and go off and you'd be like geez did he have to go take piss pinch a fucking loaf so <laughs> what was it like fucking I was talking to um, the Ped and Ravs about this on Saturday and Leo was talking about it as well because she has she has Jap- Japanese lessons right and so she informed us That's that she's a weeb um the way that you ask in Japan is very much more kind of polite, and 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 I guess it would be like the same of us in English if we were like, do you do you have a toilet or kind of very like uh, kind of like not directly. Well, so you say it, when you know. when they built this house was a toilet one of the rooms that they included in the other exactly. rooms? Yes, very it is. cryptic. May I visit May it I alone? Please perform a piss sensei. No, no, no. You never ask for it. You just say. Uh, do you know, is there perhaps a toilet in this house? Or, but even looser than that. Oh. So yeah, like you like you said, like um, like. Well, so you uh, sort of say like, toilets are interesting, aren't they? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> always, yeah. One thing I and like to sh- do when I'm in a house, I always like to check out the toilet alone for a, a few minutes. Oh, would you like yeah. to check our toilet out? Absolutely. No. Yes. No. Yes, I would. Thank you so much. <laughs> like that is he's so fucking painfully polite, isn't he? I know. I I love that though. <laughs> like that sweet. that that. That all that um like desperate politeness kind of <laughs> where you're just trying to work around, but that's one of the things that got the um sort of Japanese and Korean sort of pilots into trouble because they they found <laughs> that I I've talked about this before, but like their 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 politeness got them into trouble because they wouldn't tell pilots what what they would like there was like a they they were overshooting the runway or oh, there was God. I don't know something like that. Do you know what I mean? They'd be like, oh that runway's looking a bit far away, isn't it? I wonder whether they they built that <laughs> in the wrong place. Do you know what I mean? They wouldn't tell they wouldn't so they actually were kind of given like training to be direct um and standardized. I think they all speak English now as well, which which is more maybe that helps them be more Direct, you know, because it's less. It's definitely there. there is definitely the room deferent, to be polite deferent, in English. Deferentialness. I, I think to if you well. teach them the phrases that they need, and those phrases are blunt, those are the ones they're going to use. So if you just teach them, you know, when you would normally say, "Oh gosh, I hope we don't overshoot the runway today. That would be a shame." You know, why don't you just say, "You're coming in too short." That's the English phrase that you yeah. need to use. Like, oh, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, We're gonna die. <laughs> ah! ah! That's the phrase you need. To you. So if you just teach them those blunt phrases, you don't need to worry about them being impolite. They only know how to be blunt. Yeah. There you go. Man, I love that. Speaking right. of people being blunt, the some of the dialogue in have you ever have you guys ever seen the movie Whiplash? Yeah, yeah. Yes. I watched yeah. it for the first time last week and Really? I loved it. I'm sure we I thought about it was great. It but man, it's great. Those, the yeah, people really great. in it are so rude to each other. It's unbelievable. Oh, it's, they're horrible to yeah. each other. Turn the fucking page. Like what? I'm just here to have fun <laughs> drumming, like you know. <laughs> yeah, you'd last two seconds of that. Uh, yeah, I would actually be really offended by yeah. all all of the interactions of all of the characters. I would find that a bit hard to deal with. I don't know, like I really like or I really like like realistic dialogue, though. Yeah. Like sometimes, you know, something some stuff is so stilted when you watch it. You're like, this is this is not two fucking people talking to each other. No one talks to each other yeah. like this. You know, it's nice when you watch shows that are kind of talky over overlapping talking like like people really do you know you know yeah. that's interesting i watched in. um and lewis this this will feed into your 
belief that I watched daytime TV, but I watched Twelve Angry Men uh, with Glenn Fonda, which is a classic. Um, I've watched. I watched that relatively recently. Starring Perian Flax twelve yeah. times. It's, it's very. A, it's good. a very very famous. It's one of these movies that always hits the top 100 movies or whatever you should these right, right, movies right. you should yeah, always yeah, watch yeah. It's, it's very 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 good it's a little dated but but like you said the, the conversation not that dated no it's not I, I don't feel it's that dated because the court system is very fucking old and shit in the way it's done well not shit but like very kind of fixed you know and it hasn't changed in hundreds of years oh really, you mean like the, the system of how the jury works and the everything. system of court the jury because it's still almost identical really so many bits of it haven't changed in 70 80 years no yeah you know but it's how interesting. Was, how old is that movie? Oh gosh, 19, I think it's from, like I think it's from the sixties. Yeah, um, it's probably fifty years old at this point. But uh, so essentially, the deal is that like we only see the jury room. That's pretty much the only setting. There is a brief bit in court, and there's a brief bit outside court at the ends, as the, to bookend it. But the bulk of the film, like ninety percent of it, is in this one room, uh, and it's it's really 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 interesting. The characters are all. Different, but not so different that you think they're, they're not so wildly different that it seems forced. It just seems like a group of 12 random people um, that have been selected for jury duty. And, you know, they've all got slightly different backgrounds and slightly different opinions. But it just struck me. I've never done jury duty. And it's ironic because I've always really wanted to do jury duty and I've never been selected. And I know tons of people who hated it and never wanted to do it and got selected. All I'm saying is if you listen out there, I'll do jury duty. I would oh, love to do I've it. never done it, and I never want to do it. I've either. never been selected either. Actually, I'd like to do it. I, uh, okay, actually, I would have liked to do it when I was working like at a normal job for just some right, free time yeah, off. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now I don't want to be selected because I I don't want to have to do that. I don't really want to take any time. It's off more from difficult my current to be self-employed for sure. Like if you if you ran a butcher's and you were the only person who made sure that opened. But, it but you day. can say no in those instances. You can say no. Yeah. Like if you like, I think that's what surprises me is it. It, it kind of goes to the core of who must be doing jury duty. It must just be old people and the unemployed. Well, like who else is doing it? My wife was selected. Because most other jobs, if you said. It. Your boss is going to write and say, "Look, I think it's a, if they leave, oh my God. you know, we're, we're going to go bust." This is a great job for the homeless. Get them in. Get, I don't know about that. Get them in. I, you can't trust them. But listen, my um, <laughs> you can't trust. Them. <laughs> no, you cannot. My um, I, no offense, no offense to the homeless, but they're not trust. I would not trust them to be jurors. <laughs> These Sips's views do not represent. No, no, the no, views no. no. Of I the don't think you can trust them well. with drug-related jobs, and I certainly don't think that they would make good jurors. Um. That's just my opinion. I, I, I don't know. I lead on the side of we should help people who are down on their luck. Sure, we should, you should definitely help them, them but I don't think step one of helping people. them is to make them jurors, is <laughs> all I'm saying. Um, you don't think? No. So my wife was selected for jury duty, but she was selected about two weeks after she'd given birth to my son, and she was able to get out of it as well. She's like, right. I've, I'm just like, I'm a new mom. Um, I've got this baby and uh, I really can't do it. And they were like, yeah, sure, yeah. no problem. Like, they just like, found I guess else. it's not quite the same as being conscripted for the war, is no, it? You know, you could probably really. like, they're like, well, yeah, all right. Any, I, I think the worst would be, I think the worst would be a getting jury duty for like, a, a really big, long ass case, you know, like, we, like this is like what me and Mrs. OJ F were talking about when we were watching you know? it. That was it. We were like, if you watch the OJ thing, you know, if you look at how long those people were sequestered for, oh my God. Oh, like, weeks, yeah. yeah that, that's your life. Some of them were going crazy as well, eh? Yeah, Some you, of them you, were you actually just like, going in a hotel. Crazy. 
Yeah. Awful. The OJ lockdown. The OG OJ lockdown. And then you saw oh, some of them were just like living it up. They just thought it was the greatest thing. They got to eat at the hotel <laughs> every day and stuff. And it was just yeah. like so. This is what I'm saying. You know, let's put homeless people in those hotel oh, rooms. Man. You know, we. We've got, we've got, I think it kills two birds with one stone. And I'm all down for like those, those types of initiatives. Like I saw a thing this week where in Sweden, they were, put, they were, they were dropping off like mail and deliveries and stuff with the van. But then in the back of the van, they would pick up all the recycling. And I was like, what a genius in one end, out one end, right. the van is always full. I'm like, come on, this is more, this, these ideas, we need these, these types of things. I'm just saying that give it a go. Why not? You, you know, know what? Jury trial by hobo. Okay, let's, <laughs> let's, let's let's let's. I choose trial by hobo. Let's do the trial uh, of homeless jurors uh, when it's you who's in court fighting for your life. Okay, that's when we'll do the trial. Are you okay with that? Well, that'll be fine with me because I'm really nice to them. You're the one who thinks they're untrustworthy. <laughs> no, no. Let's let let's just see how you feel if they're if, play they're, back if this. they're judging you and uh, and and possibly putting you. I call bars. Sips to the witness stand. Yeah. I, so listen here, Sips. I hear you think homeless people are untrustworthy. <laughs> I do think, you? I think, I think they are a bit. Like, I, right, but, but hold on, hold on. Just just to clarify, there are lots of different levels of homeless people. There are people yep. who are homeless for economic reasons and, and they've had some family disaster or yeah. they've been forced out of their house yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. That's one group. Okay. Then you've got the kind of homeless people you get who walk up and show you the contents of their underpants, who yeah. piss in front of Waitrose, who do all that kind of stuff that's yeah. like, oh my God. And then there's the mentally ill homeless people. Yeah. So there, there are all these different Who are much more prevalent in America. Of homeless people. In America, they, they the homeless much... people seem terrifying to me. And, and I they mean, are a hundred times crazier right. and more scary. And you want to get them yeah. on a jury. I mean, Well, I'm not saying we do this in America. Fuck, I, America's fucked, dude. I'm not trying to fix them. They're on their own. Right. They managed to get rid of old fucking Cheeto face. So, Thank so God he's so out the door. So the homeless people you're talking about are uh, accountants that... Have just <laughs> fallen, fallen on hard times. Fallen on hard times yeah. and have somehow ended up on the streets. A very but, specific. Yeah, maybe group. they got disgraced for they sleeping still with have, They still have a working whatever. monocle and a fairly fresh top hat and would make excellent jurors, is the ones you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, they dust themselves right. off, put them in a hotel room, get them in a nice bit. Give them a, a, lot of, a lot of homeless people are actually just unable to get. A sort of a start yeah, yeah. because yeah. it's so difficult no, I understand. Right? Like to, I understand. to break that. I think isn't a lot that of the, the thing they did in Scandinavia where they, they had all these empty buildings and they essentially gave homeless people apartments and that makes such a difference in terms of changing the situation because suddenly you can open a bank account and you can receive post and if someone says what's your address well, you can now give an address and so it's, many it's like people without that base level are living paycheck to paycheck anyway yeah. do you know what i mean like like very like such a large proportion of our economy is built on people having no savings and no like support necessarily and you know if they lose their job they're gonna lose their house as well what, and what then is it they say once you have got a house how do you get a job i think they say know? people are i mean i know they say you know society is three meals from from uh revolution or whatever or or you know descending into chaos but as I understand it as well, most people are like two or three paychecks from the street. Yeah. Like that's the way most people live is, you, you know, you're going to be in, you're going to be homeless it's on hard. that kind set, of fragile we, level. Anyway, let's move on. Oh my God. <laughs> so this podcast, by the way, is sponsored by ExpressVPN. Tell me more, Oh my Lewis. gosh. 
when you use the bathroom, you always close the door behind you, right? You don't want random. Depends if I'm at a if I'm at a house. So why would you let people watch you when you're online? <gasps> huh? Using the internet without ExpressVPN is like going to the bathroom and not closing the door. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, you scared me. So I I do I I I use a VPN. Using ExpressVPN is easy as closing the bathroom door. You just you just load it up, <laughs> click a button, and you're protected from prying eyes. Right. Watching you poo. You know? It's you don't want it. I don't you don't want need that. it. I don't want someone watching me poo. That's disgusting. If if you're like me and PFLAX and believe that your online activity is your business, why not secure yourself by visiting expressvpn.com slash triforce today? Expressvpn.com slash triforce. You get an extra three months free. And you don't have to. You don't have to watch people. Poop. Yeah. Yes. That's, yeah. That is. You it. shouldn't be watching that in the first place anyway. But if you happen to be, well, what can we do about it? Well, if you do want to watch ships pooping, use ExpressVPN to keep yourself private yes. while doing so. Please. I feel. I feel like I, I. I'm not the one who needs to worry in that situation. Really. You know. It, I think it's down to other people to be worried about. You know, like so you don't sitting, close the door when you go there to doing a number two with the door without it like if i don't have a door for example i'm still i'm still going for my number two i don't really care you know it's everybody Gross. around you're, me who suffers yeah you're like a prisoner why well fuck you got it when you gotta go you gotta go jeez this is completely at odds with the previous toilet chat we've had so you're telling me that not only would you not <laughs> let people use your toilet you yeah. would openly shit with the door open because and i quote you sir when you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, apparently not. You should have gone when you were at a place with a what door. What are you gonna do? Wait for doors to be in? What if there's no doors? Tough, mate. What if you I'm at your house in. and I need a shit? I'm shit out of luck then as well, aren't I? Find a door or fucking shit your pants outside. I I, I, I kind of feel like that about a lot of things. I think it's because I'm a bit older now. But like, you know, for, for example, like say you're coming out of the shower, right? And you're walking into your bedroom to get changed. Do you guys do that, or do you guys take all your clothes yeah. into the shower with you? No, 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 I have like I have clothes scattered right. okay, same. around so, the house. So sometimes, for example, I'll have to walk naked through the entire yeah uh, flat. Same. Okay, and how do you feel to, about in order that? To get a pair of pants that's hanging out. Okay, so so well, your dick and balls are hanging right out. You're you're ass naked. You've just gotten out I'm of the swinging. shower. Yeah. Are all of your blinds yeah. closed while this is happening? Or are you just like fuck? No. I don't really care. Like I'm just no, not really, and not anymore. No, nah, I'm, I'm the same. I'm the same. I'm the same. Because I feel like I when I was younger, I'd be like, oh fuck, I gotta close the blinds. So I don't want anyone to see me naked or whatever. Nowadays, I'm just like, well, if you're looking, it's your fault. Like you know, I'm I'm just fucking <laughs> doing my thing here. Like, and that's how I feel about the shitting thing. Coming back to the shitting thing. If you're watching me shit, that's down to you. Like uh, you know what I mean? It's no. I, I, why are yeah, you let fucking me say watching? Something. Here's the thing. I remember, I was at a friend's house one time, we were having a party, this was about, about 10 years ago, we're smoking out the window, and this guy comes you home. You still had a full head of hair. I did. You know. This guy comes home from, it was more than 10 years ago. Unburdened by the chains of dadhood. Exactly. Just so it, it must young, have been, must fresh, have been more like Pyrian, 15 years Pyrian ago. party flax, they yep, called him back yep. then. Guy comes home from work in a flat over from my friend's flat, and he parks his bicycle in his flat, which I always think is awkward, but if you've got a bike, you know, where else are you going to put it if you're living in a flat? Parks his bike, and then he just takes all his Lycra off right there in the middle of his living room oh. <clears throat> with the big light on, right. the curtains wide open, just strips off. And, oh, there's like a mixture of, of blokes and, and birds watching this out the window. And um, we see uh, we see this guy, and all the, we're all just like, oh, my God, dude, close the curtains. 
And all the girls like, you woo, you know, sort of thing. And um, he didn't notice. And I thought, I mean, you're saying if you're watching, then yeah. look away. But at the same time, if you just stood in your window naked, yeah. being like, well, just don't look. Your attitude, I, th I think that's personally extremely self-centered and honestly a little bit sociopathic. To think no, that, no, 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 uh, no, hey, no. if looking at me, do this is a problem, look away. Well, then why not just shit in the street? But if they're it's looking not the through same my at all, like, uh, it's, it's it like a horror movie. You're saying right? don't it's look. Like, and I think that's what crazy. Is, what does shitting in the street have to do with it, though? Nobody's because shitting if, in if the street. Because if you don't like it, just don't look, dude. Well, yeah, exactly. But you would be shocked, wouldn't you? But you're saying that you want to have a shit in a toilet with the door open. If I don't like it, I should just not I'm look. I'm not That's saying weird. I want to have a shit in the toilet with the door open. I said if there was no doors and I had to take a shit, I would still take a shit. That's different. But that's you're, what I was that, saying. That's an emergency situation. Exactly. That's, like, that's what I was saying the whole time. <laughs> I did not hear the word emergency. You're up. No, you're I didn't die. say emergency. I said if there were no doors and I had to take a shit, I would still take a shit. I think that's true for because everybody, Because if though. somebody is watching, well, what the fuck? I still have to take a shit and there's right, no but doors. but you would say... But you would say, there's no door and I need to take a poo and everybody look away. I and they said would. that. But then that's not even a thing. And then you called me a sociopath. I didn't. I said that telling people, if you, and you guys are now saying walking around your flat naked and if people look, well, that's on them. Yeah. I just think it's a bit weird. Why would you do that? I'm not you saying I'm walking weird? around naked on purpose here. I'm saying like for like... I Five seconds while I'm leaving the shower to go get changed and I'm naked. You know what I mean? I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Do you that. dash? Do you dash or do you just stroll? I just stroll. I don't, I'm not in a rush. I don't I don't know, P Flex. Like, for example, if someone had to manage if someone had to look in my and this is the case I'm thinking Sips' house too. Like just a casual delivery guy or guy popping round is not going to be able to <laughs> not going to be able to see me no. naked, right? Yeah, you're upstairs, like, right? Uh, like they, they have to be illegal anywhere. They have to have got a ladder or like looking from yeah, a, another right, house or, or have something. a telescope. Yeah, like those people with telescopes who perve into yeah. other people's houses. Peeping toms. That is what we're talking about. Oh, geez, right? that's so unlikely. Well, that's the that's what I'm saying. It is it is unlikely. That's why I'm not dashing to get changed or whatever because I'm assuming that nobody is really making an effort to look into my bedroom while I'm getting right, changed. Right, but okay, okay, so so hold on. If you'd been more specific about the scenario, I think it would be different, but it felt like a blanket term. Oh, I, no. If there's no door, you're, I'm you're assuming that if I'm, I'm walking around naked. Well, yeah, but I have I to I'm assume. I'm sort of exhibitionist I'm, who's trying to like have more rights yeah. to I don't want people to see me naked. I don't want to upset people oh. with my pale, wrinkly, you know, pasty, like horror golem body, right? That's just going to traumatize people. I'm not trying to do that, but I'm saying if they're perving on me, trying to get into looking on me changing or, or look into my flat and, and they get scarred by it, that's their problem. Okay. Do you but, know what I mean? But I, I, I'm I not responsible if, for if that. If we're putting those layers of, of caveat on it, what you're saying is... It's deeply unlikely that anyone could see me unless they'd specifically gone out of their way to see me. Is it still okay to walk around naked? Yes, of course. Like, that's not even a question. But when you put it as broadly as if the windows are open and curtains and everything and you're walking around naked in your flat, is that a problem? Then all the different possible connotations pop into my head of, of who could look in and what's the flat situation? What's, what are you overlooking a fucking playground? Who knows? Listen, yeah. no, no, no. If you're robbing a bank and you fall through the skylight and break your neck, that's not the bank's fault for, for that, right? Do you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Right, no, I, saying. then absolutely. But I, I, I just... I, I when you said when you were asking these specific cases, you didn't put enough enough 
groundwork into setting the scene for me. So my imagination ran wild. Right. My in my imagination, you look you have a me big, big, are just big walking bay down window, the street yeah, yeah, and no, you're walking not. around naked. Fully naked. You're opening yeah. the door to take yeah, a no, shit. I'm not fighting for my right to be naked here. I'm just saying right, right, right. if if you're if you're making an effort to look into my bedroom where I am naked, which you shouldn't be doing in the first place. Right, right, right. It's fucking up to you. It's down to you. If yeah, you're grossed out, well, that's your fucking fault. Cause but I, I don't think that's even an argument. Because if I if I'm looking through your window with binoculars, yeah, no, well, I'm hoping to see naked sips. That's what I'm. Well, oh, you, but you might yeah. not be. Like that's the thing. Some well, in that case, you get rewarded for the effort. Exactly. You know I mean, I, I'm all right. It works both ways. So you're help. You're, you know you're saying if the bank put in the leg if the work, bank put a ladder next to the skylight and let criminals in, those crypt. That's that's cool for that too. That's their decision. Do you know what I mean? It's all cool. It's all gravy. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with any of this. No, Sorry. I mean, I'm very confused. Yeah. We're all very, no, very I don't, confused. I, just, uh, I wanted to, to set the record straight, though, because I think short Flax... Of it, Sips lives at 17 <laughs> yeah. Evergreen Okay, Terrace, and uh, occasionally Jersey. after I take a shower, I stroll into my bedroom um, fully naked as well. So please do not look into my house ever, <laughs> pretty much, is what I'm <laughs> saying so, to you. If you want to catch him naked, you just need to be there at 9.30 yes. on a Get Tuesday your binoculars morning. out. I Get have a very small penis. Like, you know, it'll be really hard to see from far away. And he'll be drawing the curtains. And, <laughs> yeah. and that's not a euphemism no, either. No, yeah. Fucking, um, I'll be peeling him back. Um, crikey. So, uh, wow. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm glad that <laughs> we've got things straight there because I didn't want to leave the podcast today flat with Flax thinking that I was like some sort of weirdo. And it's some, some crazy exhibition. Some crazy like, sort of exhibition, which I'm not, gonna, for the record. If you're going to paint a scenario, the broad strokes is too much. You've right, got to okay. be specific. That's right. what I'm saying. Well, I just like, I, I feel pressed yeah. for time sometimes, you know. you got to. Oh, we got ages. You've got to say things quick, you know, because like we want to move on and stuff. So I didn't want to spend We ain't got nothing to say. Nothing's happened in a whole week. We've got no... It's all right. Like so, I mean, I think there was a time when I was definitely more protective of my nudity. Yeah, you know that's I mean? yeah, that's that, what I'm saying. Sense, when I was younger, I was for like, sure. Like I was very paranoid okay, about. Like, if you go to a public like, pool, you know, there's no pandemic. Okay, pools are open. You go to a public pool. You happen to go at a very busy time. You're in the changing room getting changed. For example. When I was younger, I would seek out a cubicle or I would put the towel around me and like change under my towel, right? Now I find yeah. that I'm older. I just don't give a fuck anymore. I'm just fully fucking naked and whatever. Don't get me wrong. I'm doing it as quickly as I can and I don't want anyone sure, to see. Sure, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm I'm doing, not going like at a leisurely pace. I'm not like, going to, I'm not like super I have shy. intent just to gonna, actually get out of there. I don't want to yeah, spend more time I, in there than I need to. I want to take as little time, but I, at the same time, I don't want to accidentally like fall and stack it and have my <laughs> cock and balls roll out across right. the you know, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's, that's always that. a concern. What an no, image. But, but, you Rolling know around I mean? your like, back like a turtle. Why isn't anyone helping me? I feel like it's a, it's a thing that, that happens when you're older though, right? Right, because like every uh, time I've been into a changing room, there's always some old dude, like, and it's all hanging out, and he doesn't give uh, a fuck. He is right? no, but he's the opposite though. He's he's always been like, no, he's guy, gotten in there like, after get- the pool, and most people will shower with their bathing suits still on. Not him. He's fully fucking nude. 
and he's showering. And he's not turned away either. You don't get a shot of his ass. And he takes, get a shot takes of no time. Takes takes all the time in the world yes. to get dressed. Yeah. yeah, and they're just out all yeah. the time. Like he's not even making it. It's not. It's like he's not even brought a towel with him. He's just air. And drying. he's using body wash like all over his face and head and hair everywhere. He's just completely smothered in body wash, like foamy foamy body wash. It's like being at the zoo. Yeah, but surely, you know surely. I mean? The same argument goes, which is just don't look. Well, exactly. No, no, I don't. No, well, that is not the argument. I, I, I notice because sometimes I'll walk in and be like, whoa, and, and then I look away sort of thing. <laughs> oh, naked old man. He's, yeah. welcome. he's welcome to do that in a cubicle. If, if he, He's welcome to have his cockleballs out in his own little cubicle. But as long as I don't peek behind the curtain. Look at those balls. You know, Ooh. do you know what I mean? Like, I'm just, we're, I think we're all on the same yeah, page here, are. fellas. Yeah, I think we are. Yeah. I, I hate having to get naked in public. Like in a in a in a change room or something. It's just I hate it. Fucking hate, I hate it. it. Like I used to hate at yeah. school when they'd make us take the showers. None of us did. There were like two guys no, in I our know. whole class that would get naked. If I think I'm going to be going in the sea or in the swimming pool, I'll just wear my trunks underneath my jeans. For the the whole guys day. that got naked were just always so guys that were on somewhere. professional sports teams. So they had a lot of experience with just being naked around each other all the time, it seemed. You know what I mean? The, you know what the weird thing is? I remember the kids in our class who used to get naked uh, after after PE and shower and the rest of us would just wet our hair because the teacher would check. Like he, he would come in and check and be like, everybody got, got your hair wet? Yeah, you all got your hair wet. And we'd, we'd all have wet hair and be bone dry underneath because we'd just run into shower, wet our hair and then come back out again. The guys that would get naked, they weren't like the popular kids or the jocks. Oh. Just two of the two random kids. I can't even remember their names. Ours were and like, I was at school with them for six years. Ours were like They're Brad probably the least Chad, sweaty ones like, as well. Like super Chad, like uh, big jocks. Like they were on the football team or they were like oh. hockey players or whatever. Really? It was the other way around yeah, yeah. for you? No. Okay. Oh, the people who weren't like that uh, wouldn't even go into the locker room. Because they, because right. Brad and Chad would like fucking turbo wedgie them and pick on them. And stuff like that. <laughs> That's just how it worked at my school. You were what either you were either Brad and Chad, uh, so like the dominating alpha preteen, uh, or you were just somewhere in the middle. And Brad and Chad, you weren't on their radar really. You were a weenie. Um, or you were like uh, nerds that just never went anywhere near the locker room because Brad and Chad would. Prey on you like the whole Weenie time. Weenie loves ass. I mean, the, yeah. the school I went to was it was a it was a grammar school. You had to pass an exam to get in, and we were meant to be. If you were in that school, you were like the top thirteen percent of of the, the of Bournemouth, right? Everybody else went to like non grammar schools. It was right. meant we were meant to be like the the smart ones. Some of the kids that were in there. Oh my god! Like I'm just like you must have What's just it? lucked your way through the exam. Well, like, there's probably no their way. parents had connections or money or whatever. No, there like, was, that a was lot not a that. factor. That really wasn't a factor. And the, these kids were not from no, well-to-do no, no, backgrounds. No. There's no back backpatching and corruption in no, the I, that kind I mean, of that's system definitely at all. The case. They're not just gonna. They're not just gonna get so, it. So, a, a kid from a council estate who got into the school and was thick as shit, genuinely. He, he he his parents scratched the back of the teachers. Oh, maybe they the saw something that they weren't supposed to see. <laughs> what about Ethan? <laughs> Ever think of that flex? <laughs> you're right. You know. The, the, yeah, yeah. I love that right. Sims jumps to the conspiracy. Like. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, I like, love that. I love half, that. Half the kids there from council estates were like the smart kid on the council estate. Who was like this? Yeah, is their maybe shot their out. dad was a window cleaner. Climbed up the window one time and looked into one of the teachers' bedrooms while they were yeah. getting changed after a shower and saw something. But he the, was the not other half of the see. kids that were there from council estates were 
honestly, I just wondered, holy shit, like, what are you doing here? They just fought all the time. Yeah. They they hated the teachers. It was just like, what's going on? Like, it was it this was, is it was a, bizarre. Though, this is a this is a good thing to have, and I think there is some element of giving sort of low income families support to get into good schools because once they're in, a lot of them do do just as well yeah and and like it's oh, yeah, a great 100%. level like, and crucially they become very good jurors later on in life <laughs> <laughs> well also the way exams <laughs> the way exams work is that exams greatly favor people kids whose families could afford to be tutored and trained up and stuff like this right and so these 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 exams for kids are disproportionately affect you know low-income families and so you know you do have to have some affirmative action if you like in there to bring you know representatives of of you know I don't, and, and I don't make think it we fair that. i don't think i don't think that was why they were there i really i don't. think there were some i remember a couple of a couple of kids at my school were, were low-income kids on scholarships and stuff and there was there were some programs and i hope i hope they do exist still and do stuff i'm like sure that, you do it's, they it's have to i mean I mean, honestly, otherwise, the schools that these kids were, were going to go to, some of them were fucking awful, like genuinely awful. I, I just I just some of them. I just there were there were definitely people there that I thought, what what actually are you doing here? I mean, I'm not doing well at school, but, uh, you know, th these kids just seemed like on another level of some of the biggest well wankers in my school were the rich ones. Though, oh, yeah. You know I mean? Oh, 100 like, percent. Oh, yeah. For us, it was it was Brad and Chad. They were the, just the worst. We didn't oh, have jocks, God. really. Uh, jocks way. were just the we fucking had, worst. We one. had a, a couple of absolute assholes who, who would always, who would basically go into nightclubs since they were 15. You know we I mean? had the and whole fucking um, initiation van and everything. Like, we had Initiation van? Yeah, jocks with like cricket paddles in, in a van. They would drive around on, on the first day of school. And um and get people and like like smack their butts with cricket paddles Jesus. and stuff like it was just they they were the worst like they were, I don't know it was just I guess it's like a cultural thing or whatever Fuck, like we never had that luckily that I never was uh, I never I never had any of that done to me but like it 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 definitely happened wedgies were you doing it lots were you of, in the van no no i wasn't in the van either uh lots of oh. wedgies locker room like stories of like mega wedgies in the locker rooms and stuff like that um you know people like holding somebody down and farting in their face and dumb shit like that <laughs> like it's all, all that kind of stuff it's always just uh, it was always it's jokes. horrible it's horrible but also like such a kid thing such a schoolboy thing to do isn't it getting your head flushed in a toilet yeah or something. yeah there's all that all that shit it was always it was always jocks because it's like weird. you had the the groups in in high school when i went to high school was you were either a jock um you were like uh really either a jock you were either really academic and you hung out with like gifted people and you had like different classes to everybody else uh or you were like a skater um and most skaters were like stoners or you were just a, a full-on stoner who didn't even skate because you were so stoned all the time. You couldn't even do the, the, <laughs> yeah, the physical. Like, there's um, always that spectrum, isn't there? There's always the guy yeah. who is the most stoned. Yeah, yeah. And, those, uh, and like yeah. that, those were pretty much the groups. Like there wasn't really there, – there, there weren't like they too many in-betweeners. At the in end that. of year medals. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, head boy, you know, best talented, best maths. And then, like most stone, those guys had their own society, heads like flushed the, down toilets, like the high achievers you know I mean? and stuff. 
They never wow. mixed with anyone else. Like they were just oh, we like we never had any of this. In the stuff. cafeteria, they had their own tables that they sat at together and no stuff. Way. Nobody really bugged them. It it's was like only a when prison. it was only when there it's was like, like a prison, um, like gym class. So and and like if somebody was like exceptionally bad at physical education, they would like get picked on in the locker rooms and stuff. They form like their little cliques, yeah. yeah. Like and and in order to survive, that's what it is. Yeah. You know, this is so and weird. They, like yeah. this is so alien compared to my school experience i i felt like we were more uh because it, it, first of all everybody has to wear a uniform so that kind of removes a lot of the character if you like mm. behind what people you, well, you you don't know what they're like because they're just wearing the same fucking suit as you well that in north america we didn't have um school uniforms either so clothes clothes were a huge thing fashion clothes right. like you know if you if you weren't wearing like the right clothes in certain uh, circumstances, you'd get picked on a lot. Like it yeah. was, there's lots I think, of that. See, I think that's that's. I mean, I know that people. I know, especially in America. I remember the Simpsons did a bit about uh, school uniforms, where they were like making fun of of school uniforms in a way because it was like uh, <clears throat> the whole point was, and the kids are wearing them, they're all basically turned into robots and everything. Yeah. But there is a massive upside. I mean, I, I, we definitely couldn't have afforded good clothes for me at school. I looked like shit. Like my clothes were were really bad. Yeah. L thinking about now, I look at pictures. I'm like, oh my god, like awful. If I had to wear that to school, and there there would have been definitely kids there who were dressed up really nicely. I would have thought, Jesus Christ, I, I feel like an absolute piece of shit now. It would have been awful. But the school the uniform other thing made about it much school simpler. Uniforms is the cooler you were, the shabbier your school uniform was, right? You wore it as badly as you could, yeah. without getting caught. Do you know what I mean? You'd have, you know, like loose loose tie, like shirt untucked, just like as as messy as possible. Fighting the, like, it was the fighting people the who wore it smart. That were the squares, do you know what I mean? But you know what? The, there were like... also the, the squarest squares in our school were the kids who seemed to add to their school uniform, like a waistcoat. Right, or right. yeah. They'd wear like a a, 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 a propeller cap and a briefcase. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. Jesus, like a bow tie. You know, it's like, what yeah, the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Like, these guys are all in on the uniform thing. And they were like teachers' pets and all of them. Were, yeah. Or a know. briefcase. You yeah, know, a briefcase is a stuff. dead giveaway. you got a briefcase... Come on, yeah. you're not a you're not a businessman. You're at school with the rest of us. Classic. What's in there? The same shit that's in my bag. You haven't got papers from the office you're taking home to work on overnight. You're you're at fucking school. You don't need a briefcase. It's ridiculous. We used to have like um, all our hallways were just lined with lockers too, which is I guess probably the same at every school. Um, I never had a locker. I guess oh, you have to okay. pay for them. Yeah, so we 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 all had lockers, but I remember my oh, locker yeah. was basically just like a lunch dumping ground. And at the end of the year, every year. I'd have to, you'd have to clear out your locker because you oh, got man. issued a new one like the next year or whatever. Uh, so like the last day of school was always like everybody cleaning out their lockers. And I, I remember me and like a couple of my friends, our lockers were close by and like the whole hallway stunk because there was just like these old fucking lunches that had gone moldy <laughs> like in all of our lockers. God, oh, so, man. Oh, so gross. Fuck. It was there so was gross. the mythical uh, locker filled with copies of the Daily Sport that we had in our school. Oh, yeah. And yeah. if you were very lucky, some what, someday someone would find the key, open it up and like, I don't know, pass them around. Like, yeah. Put them back in yeah. there for... For another three months or whatever, I don't know. There I was, was some, I was I saw something yeah. on Twitter about um 
about the a boys' school next to a girls' school. So mine was a boys' school of about a thousand kids, and there was a girls' school of I think about eight hundred kids just across the the field. And it was like a big playing field, like when when schools used to have like vast playing fields. It was huge. But at lunchtime, there, there was a, a cricket pavilion bang in the middle, and it was kind of fallen into disrepair. But the boys and the girls, that was the border. And thinking back now, they would have to put teachers like border guards. On a, on a line along that border, making sure that there was no intermingling between the boys' school and the girls' school. Wow. And thinking back now, how fucking cruel is that? Mr. Gorbachev, tear, tear down, down this your wall. <laughs> exactly. It's like, you're kidding me? You're separating kids from other kids yeah. just because some are boys and some are girls? What do you think there's going to be? We're going to have a fucking set up an emergency birth clinic in the pavilion because everyone's going to be banging, so there's going to be babies spitting out of every corner. Calm we down. Had, like, um, we had kids. a couple of all-girls schools. I, I think I think it was mostly all-girls schools as opposed to like all-boys schools. Like in Canada. I, I mean, I don't know. I, like, I didn't really know anybody who went to any of these schools or whatever, but it was for like the elite. Like it wasn't, you didn't right. just like go there if you were like middle class or, or whatever. This was like, you know, if you went to these schools, you were fucking stinking rich sort of thing. All of our schools were mixed, no uniforms, nothing. The, the separator for our schools was that you had different boards of education. So like I was in um, a board of education that was like uh, focused on like French immersion. So for like oh, right. English speaking, oh, yeah. English uh, born um, kids in Canada who wanted to become bilingual by the time they were ready to work sort of thing, fully bilingual. So like mm. all of my classes were in French, everything. Like I, so are you? Can you speak fluent French? Yeah, I'm rusty as hell though. I I, I never I never use it. Like I can understand it. Like I can watch French news and understand everything. Like I can. Wow. I, can I can have like a conversation in French, but I'll just sound like crazy because it's all it's all <laughs> the, the grammar, grammar, all grammar and yeah. sentence structure is all different. But like what I'll just do like a one for one translation sort of thing. So like, Mon Dieu. Not, 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 none of what I what I say sounds like properly French because I'm just using English sentence structure and do stuff. they do they understand though if you speak to a french person in in sipsy in french yeah do, yeah do they, they can yeah they'll, they'll understand yeah like it, it, it's fine like uh, uh, if i practiced i'd be a lot better but i just mm. i never do that's interesting i know ne i never knew that about you okay but the other the other school board was like a religious school board so you had a, a handful of schools that were like uh part of like a catholic school board um, so they had different, they, they had different time off, they had different holidays and stuff. It wasn't like in the UK, everything's happens at the same time for school, right? Half term is the same for everybody, whatever. But we, so we would be off and they would be at school still. So like, our to, thing, to be fair, to be fair that, that they also, the schools around here have different half terms. Oh, right. Okay. Like, um, yeah, one of my, one of my eldest friends called around and was like, you know, is she there? And I was like, no, she's at school and they were like oh we have half term this week and we're at school next week so so there there are differences oh okay i thought it was like oh, i thought it was like all across the country because like i know like, i think it tends to be when your kids are on half term mine are like here right right we, right you know we're, but uh, we there, there are the definitely differences yeah uh, but yeah so we used to go to like this other high school and you're like we'd be off and they'd be at school so we'd go to their school and wait for them to come out at lunch or whatever and hang out with them and stuff and vice <laughs> versa they'd be off we'd be at school and they'd come over and stuff so it was like right. you had that crossover but you know it was it, it wasn't it wasn't like a boy girl thing it was just like the different school boards but mm. it's not i think i know that uh, but it's just one of, one of my one of my favorite comments i think it was on twitch uh ever that i saw about me in a stream was 
uh, someone said, I quite like Perian, but I have a feeling he'd just stare at my tits. And it's always <laughs> stayed with me because <laughs> it's probably true. Well, but I honestly think the part of it is having. What are you talking about? You're the man years. with the iron gaze. You're the guy who Listen, didn't stare at that woman's tits I, or don't touch her, but famously. That's your like, nickname. Yes. Is that you, but that was when I was on camera being a professional, Lewis. Right. All right. Off camera, I was all over you. those tits. I was staring at those tits nonstop. They were right there, dude. Like, you, you know, you saw the picture. You couldn't miss them. Uh, I, I definitely copped a big eyeful of boobs off camera but as it, i keep it professional that's the point right is I when see. i'm being professional i'm being professional when i'm not being professional i do stare at tits i can't help myself six years in a boys school starved of 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 being able to see boobs i'll do that to a guy seven i'm a years. product of my environment I, I had i had seven years in it in a boys school you, you know this do you stare you at tits I can't stop myself. Exactly. So I'm saying, but if I'm on camera and I'm I get, I've been asked to do a job, Lewis, I'm a professional. Really messed me up. I'm a professional. <sighs> well, it's it's fine. We're, 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 well, I'm I'm glad we got that all out of our system. Yeah, um, that was that was nice. Yeah. That was very therapeutic for me. I mm. like that. I mean, that was it though. Being in an old boys school for for a long time. Ugh. Fucking you know, hate it. And now I've very... sent my eldest to a to a girls' school because it's a good school. But, I hate yeah. girls are even worse to each other than. than yeah, the they're pretty are. bad. My sister went to a girls' school, and she she would come home every day, and she would complain about some group of friends who she wasn't talking to, and I would I would get really angry. My mum was all, my mum always tells me, <laughs> you would be absolutely raging because you. I, my reaction would be like, but you were friends with them yesterday. What changed? <laughs> Why are you now enemies? I said, and tomorrow you're going to be friends again. This is ridiculous. And she'd be like in tears about some breakup with a group of friends. The next day, it's like it never happened. It's so weird. That's I like never kids did for you, that. though. That happened all the time with us. I never did that. Really? We had, I, I have my group of friends. I was like a group that. of friends. That's it. Occasionally, we'd have a little disagreement. It'd be gone in a couple think, of days. I don't think I've really even like fallen out with anyone in, in a sense. Do you know what I mean? Like... I've never really had an enemy in a sense, or someone who's I feel like they've I don't know, wronged me somehow or done a thing. Even like girlfriends that I've broken up with, it's never really been that sour, you know? It's always been like I don't know, like it feels weird to to have that level of drama in your yeah. in your everyday life. And it definitely was like that with the girls that I knew from the girls' school who were on the bus. We were all just so I don't know, so much, much meaner they to each other. They were very mean we to each other, yeah. Really interesting. But I, I, I wonder if part of it is it, it's much less likely to to resort to violence, which, I mean, I had fights at school for sure, not many. Oh, yeah. Okay. I did have a couple. Yeah, yeah. we had fights. I, I think that in a way. I had fights uh, when I was like younger. Like, yeah, exactly. Like much younger. Like when I was like nine, 10, like we'd have fights right. at school. But like I ne- school. in high school, I never had fights. No, I, I hardly ever. But I, we did have a few, but it was generally. That was the catharsis. I that wonder. was that was what settled it in a weird way. I'm not I'm not yeah. advocating violence. I'm just saying that I think boys tend to just go to fisticuffs, whereas girls just get bitchier and bitchier. That's a massive generalization. There were a but... couple of people I didn't like actually. Now I'm thinking about it. Yeah, but but it, it was definitely it was definitely a zero to one hundred when you're a, when you're a, when you're a kid when you're a boy though when you're like you know it's it's almost like someone says something really now thinking about how stupid it is you know someone calls you some stupid name and it's a like, fight yeah there's going to be a fight and suddenly like you go from zero to a hundred you're like raging whereas I don't know if girls like 
bottle it up or like kind of store it up or I don't know. Yeah, whether if you go, I tell you I what, the, the 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 ladies that are watching this, if you went to a girls' school, if, if fighting was a regular thing at your school, let us know. I I certainly don't remember. Uh, my sister getting into fights. We at have school. no perspective. It was very of what rare. Goes on in there, yeah. and it's like we just think of it as this wonderful, angelic, uh, you know, Harry Potter style place, right? <laughs> full of where they're all handing each other posies of, of flowers and complimenting their hair and stuff like that. You know, that kind of shit. I, I certainly spa. remember there were there were fights all the time in the boys' school, and we we'd all just watch. I mean, it was great. It was like the highlight of of playtime. Was uh, it wasn't that was, much was fighting, fighting. But it was it happened occasionally. But I'm sure there must be fights in girls' school as well. But it just, maybe it's just different. It's a mysterious world. We're never going to know. Who knows That's what enough. they're thinking? Who knows? Yeah. That's the thing. We'll never I, figure. I'm it not out. sure I really even want to know. Actually, <laughs> I'm quite happy being ignorant. I, I'm never going to understand women. In, well, anyway, then so. we're all very happy. <sighs> 37 years. Maybe in another 37, mm. I'll understand women. Nah. Ah, yes. <laughs> Finally. Understand. Ah, yes, women's. Ask that me group. anything. I'm around for two hours. Women, I understand you now. I under- <laughs> I have comprehension of your people. That's what we'll, we'll achieve enlightenment at some point. Uh, anyway, uh, thanks everyone for listening. We'll see you next week. Yes. Have a good one. Look after yourselves. Yeah. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.